What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers, and this is Season 5. We've heard time and time again, there's one universal rule that all groups live by. Don't split the party. However, we haven't heard that advice from the Dreamwalkers, and I know this for a fact, because we ended last game with Greg and Harold parachuting away into the most dangerous nation on the face of Cog. Now, Tristana, Vernon, and Hiero are forced to rely on a ragtag group of mercenaries known as the Furious Funks. Who are they, and how do they know the deck swabber known as Shelton? These questions, and more, are answered right now in Season 5, Episode 20. A mullet's not a birthright. Let's see, so... We figured out that they were trying to steal all the money off the ship. Greg got invited for the trip of a lifetime, which he hesitated and hesitated and hesitated for, then decided to grab a goblin and jump. Mm-hmm. Grab the nearest goblin. Into Dormanir, where they love gunslingers. I blame oh, yeah. Harold. <laughs> you blame Harold? I blame Harold. He made the check. <laughs> I failed all the other ones. He failed that one. <laughs> that one makes it that, book. that was the one the, and that made me so mad because that was the one that I, I rolled to help him and I rolled super good to help him so you were told by a certain individual on the parliament that they could reach out to some friends they could reach out to a contact and hopefully help you out because the parliament wants no part of whatever it is you're about to get into they're willing to divert their path for a bit and give you time to meet up um, with these uh, new associates, but they're not getting anywhere near involved with something tied to Dormineer. He wanders off below deck. In the next couple hours, maybe you've had time to rest up, get a little bit of time if you have... Uh, well, no, Greg isn't here, so you, I don't know if you have any medical um, necessities. Did you even get hurt, or you just... Saved music, I don't remember. No, I'm good. Yeah, I was I just was... drying himself off from the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Taking yeah. a bath. Yeah, I didn't get hurt either. I still am a little, I don't, because I missed the last time we played. And so, like, I'm like, I'm actually lost. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All I know is that Greg and Harold fell to their deaths. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, Flash um, we. Wait, were you there for the Harold I mean... jump? No. no. To be fair, that's all you would really know anyway, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I was downstairs oh. burning doors. <laughs> so, yep, you make your way upstairs. The door shuts. The bass drops. <laughs> Greg's greatest enemy, and I touch the door. <laughs> Where is Greg, by the way? And Harold, where'd they go? And then you continue your way to the deck, and it seems like your companions are just frozen. What's up? What's up, guys? I'm gonna point. Where's in- Greg and Harold? I'm gonna point into the distance. Yeah, it's a pretty sunset, sunrise. I don't know what time is. They, they jumped. Why? Oh man, are they? Mm, that's sad. Did they leave a note? <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> she's she's just oh, used to God. everyone leaving by now. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Hopscotch didn't even say goodbye, I mean. Yeah. I'm assuming they were chasing one of the thieves. Oh, should we, like, go get them? Uh, I can't fly. Oh, I can't either. 
Kiero's looking for like other parachutes. What did what's the guy's name? Preston? Shelton? Shelton. Shelton. Uh Shelton says he may know someone who can help us. Apparently they landed in dangerous territory. You spend the next two hours uh tending to business, um wiping beer off your body. Um, whatever <laughs> it is you need beer. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Tristano is like super drunk right now. Well, she did have a few. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Maybe you sobered up by now unless uh, you're still drinking. <laughs> nah, she's gonna chase that. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna keep on drinking. And then uh eventually uh Shelton comes to your doors one by one. They're here. And he just wanders off. He wanders up to the deck. Awesome. Did anybody notice how unenthusiastic he is about this help? <clears throat> yeah, totally. They probably suck, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> totally do. All right. So we good? Um, Y'all heading up or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to put all my armor and shit and then go up. Yep. So you stand atop the deck. And uh, you can already see that he's up there and he has his hands inside the giant pockets of this um, ill-fitting purple and pink jumpsuit that he's still forced to wear. (laughs) Um, He's got a very rigid stance. (laughs) And uh, in the direction that uh, he's facing, you can see that long before the ship arrives, it's very uh, easy to spot. These must be the allies that Shelton has called upon. A bright, shining light emanates from the ship, growing stronger as it approaches. As it draws near, you can see that it's a vessel of sleek design. A powerful, intense jewel is the source of its light, and possibly more, as you only see one balloon keeping it afloat. However, as it draws near, there are various mechanical alterations scattered about that you can see. Exhaust ports, an extended hole in the back. You get the sense that this ship has either been constructed outside of the Brotherhoods, or it's on its last legs. Holding onto one of the ropes anchored to the balloon is an individual. She holds onto her cowboy hat by the brim and seems to be carefully inspecting the Parliament. How someone could do so from her distance is baffling. At the helm of the ship, up where the captain would be, is a metallic blue forge, traced in gold trim. He looks like an absolute war machine, hulking and brutish. The edge of his jawline is underbite, and he's covered in full play armor. You can see him chomping on a pipe, which doesn't make sense as he's a forged, yet you see smoke inhaled all the same. The ship continues to approach, and when he gets close enough, you'll be able to see there's just this large, uh, almost fireman's like axe on his back. As the ship gets closer, you can see there's other people on the deck too, but you can't really get so much of a good look at them. And they come disturbingly close to the parliament, almost unafraid, maybe reckless in their approach. They're kind of over the ship at this point, and one by one, the ropes drop. And Captain Julio says, is this it? You all, you all leaving us? He's up there now to kind of supervise what's going on. He's like, I figured they'd be coming onto this ship to help. I guess well, it makes sense. We're not going anywhere near Dormanir. So is this it for us? I think it is, Captain. I'll reach, uh, reach out my hand. We didn't get enough time together, and we owe you one. There will be time. 
Yeah. Uh, next air time. Next air time. Ship time. Next time I take an airship, definitely taking this one. It was awesome. You're great. Uh, except for you know the whole uh, like you guys going downstairs and almost wrecking this ship as you got robbed. That part wasn't so great, but the rest of it, awesome. Looks a little, little ashamed, but then he kind of picks his composure back up off the floor. All right, and uh, that's when Shelton looks at him and he says, "I'll send you the clothes back." I don't know what this group's gonna do unless I'm up there with them. So, and <laughs> Captain Julio goes, "Yeah, okay, cool." Vernon looks surprised, <laughs> but claps Shelton on the back. Wait, what? Shelton is coming with you all. Oh! Yes. Julio seems very upset. Yeah, he was really beat up by it. <laughs> now someone else is oh. going to have to mop. Dag Nabbit. Yeah, he's like, man, Mark. Shelton doesn't notice <laughs> how much his employer doesn't care if he leaves. And, um, yeah, the ropes are waiting for you. Climb up. I... Uh, don't climb up myself. I get on Vernon's back. Up on. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. I piggyback up. (laughs) Yep. Alright, so one by one, each of you uh, makes your way up the ropes, comes over the side, and the person that had had their hand on a rope looking over the side, uh, Callie, can you uh, describe this character to us? She is a very tall, sturdy-looking woman, about six foot three, thick build, and she has long red hair braided off just pretty loosely to the side. Got her like tealish colored like buttoned up shirt and just simple but very well made like leather, long leather jacket and pants, boots, and then she's got strapped to her thigh a revolver and then to her back a big rifle. Piero makes a complete mental note of her description. <laughs> a complete detailed mental note. Like he's analyzing. He doesn't care about anyone else. As soon as he sees a strong, sturdy woman, it's all he cares about right now. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> um, now, who's coming up uh, behind her to greet everyone? A man with a face for fighting. Uh, he is He's wearing uh, glorified rags, basically. And his hairstyle can only be described as business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that description. <laughs> a mullet. He I fucking has he a, mullet. a mullet. I knew he was an ugly fucker, but I forgot he had a mullet. I didn't know Nathan was reprising his, his character One or in two. the Funks either, and I was really excited. And also, he has a mullet. He has a mullet, <laughs> I yeah. I totally forgot he had a mullet. <laughs> oh my god. There, there's nothing else he's carrying? <laughs> He's walking with a uh, with a halfling toddler um, who does not come quite up to his knee. Uh, short brown hair, uh, cute and seemingly very well disciplined uh, for his young age. Yeah, the toddler kind of waddles over and then takes a stance. <laughs> I was going to ask if he had like a, le- a child leash for him, but if he's disciplined, then you're good. <laughs> Sorry. So like, so I'm just understanding there's two characters that are introduced, one with a mullet and then a toddler, or the toddler has a mullet? There's two. A- <laughs> <laughs> the toddler- That's the a great question. Does the toddler have a mullet? 
Please say yes. Not yet. Or is it a oh. or is it a rat tail? That's a, the the mullet's not a birthright. It's some, <laughs> you something you that. earn later in life. Hero looks up and down of the man with the mullet, like an elevator up and down. Nods his head, grins at him. Uh, he was grinning to begin with, so you can't tell if he's smiling back or just smiling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Callie, this this new uh, this new person. What do they say as everyone uh, comes up? Welcome aboard the Sky Jewel, Sally May. <laughs> And uh, the fear, my my friend here is abs. Do you motion with your hand? Yeah. He shakes her hand. My hand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, this little guy right here, Saruta. And uh, who might y'all be? What's up, my dudes? I'm Tristana. I'm the heart of the team. Wait, am I still? Am I still Wendy Olive Garden? I whispered to Vernon. That's up to you. Okay, I'm Tristana, a.k.a. Pleasure. Wendy Olive Garden, sometimes if I have to be a halfling. Um, and this is Vernie, uh, Vernon, the Valiant. It's very important he's Valiant. And this is Hiero. We just met, but he is awesome. We He can drink a lot, and so can I. I can. Hero high fives. <laughs> low fives, low high five. Oh, low five. <laughs> I can see that. Sirota slaps it. The baby slaps the hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Tristana, like, uh, tries to do, like, you know, sports team where you, like, run the gauntlet of high fives with all three of you. Or all four of you, actually, if Hiero's joining. At least two Absolutely. of us are down. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Does Sally May also high five Tristana? This is important Are you me. Are you coming up to high five her? Yeah, yeah, oh, like okay. this is like once we get on the ship. Gotcha. Yeah, it's she'll... not from Vernon's piggyback. <laughs> she's got kind of like she's got kind of like a raised eyebrow, but she gives you one back. Yes. Uh, the mullet also high five Sally. <laughs> <laughs> then after that's going on, someone um, climbing up the rope <laughs> with not nearly the zest as some of these other individuals. It's someone that you recognize, um, even though they don't look. How they used to look, uh, Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. When you met this individual, they had a completely different kind of composure. They were tall. They were broad-shouldered. They had a moisturized youth about them. They had this blonde hair that faded into a beautiful chestnut at its roots. It was spiked and coiffed. His brother was He uh, used to wear a well-groomed chestnut beard that didn't have a follicle of misplacement. And he used to wear these open black robes, a white buttoned-up shirt tucked into black slacks. While all that seems to have faded and he finds himself in this purple and pink jumpsuit of shame, he does still have a golden ring on his left hand that glistens in the light. When you knew him, his name was Father Chauncey. But when he contacted you, he asked you to call him Shelton. I know! This is where Father Chauncey ended up He's fallen! I love him so much, and I was hoping we'd run into him. (laughs) Man. Man. Uh, How he's fallen. You two have been through a lot. He was one of the founding members of uh, the Furious Funks. Mm -hmm. After the tragedy that befell him, you guys parted ways, and you didn't really know what happened to him, so you were surprised that he reached out to you. Um... But in his day, it was 
had grown to pretty potent cleric. I mean, the, the spell that he used to reach out to you, mm-hmm. he was able to reach you despite the fact that you were not anywhere near him. So the idea that this uh, former priest of Raelus now swabs decks is pretty distressing, especially with what else you know about him. Because he had a different title towards the end of your journey. He was known as he who walks with the gods. The idea now that he just wears this sad, like, gym teacher jumpsuit (laughs) made of psychedelic (laughs) funk is (laughs) just disturbing. There might be a a slight smile that crosses your face as he started with the Furious Funks and now he's, you know, on the Parliament, mm-hmm. wrapped in pretend funk. <laughs> <laughs> but he comes up and he's like, Sally Mae. Shelton, good to see you again. That's what I was thinking. She'll hold her hand out. He actually, he has no zest, but when he shakes your hand may be perceptible only to you, he does grip it with respect. She gives him a nod. So you said you needed our help here? Nope, they did. And he kind of walks away. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Our friends, they fell overboard or jumped, I'm not sure. They didn't leave a note. They fell? (laughs) Or jumped, I'm not sure. Or jumped. Yeah, one or the other. Important distinction, but... Yeah, uh, they didn't leave a note, so I don't know for sure. Okay, don't know their intent, but uh, we're gonna we want to we want to get them. I think, right? Okay, right and why Piero? couldn't uh, they on the Parliament take you? Parliament dips and takes off. <laughs> he said they wouldn't have anything to do with where they landed. Says Vernon, which is where Hero points down. Yeah. Where? Now I have a question. Um, your head engineer, do they usually have to inspect the ship or do they kind of stay tucked away? Like d- every ship has a different kind of system. There are some uh, engineers, like head engineers, that like to know what comes on their ship. There are some that stay to themselves. What is uh, the engineer, the head engineer for the Furious Funks? I don't remember his name, but <laughs> does he tend to. You know, be more involved with the ship, or does he go, eh, who cares? No, he's pretty involved, and mm-hmm. fuck you, too. <laughs> now you know how I feel. So he'd be coming up on top of the deck by now, right? <laughs> to see what's going on? Yeah, that sounds about right. So when the door swings open, what, is, what does everyone see? Uh, well, he's small for a dwarf, and uh, he has steely gray hair and a beard, uh, he walks with a bit of a limp and does carry a cane, and he's always, always, always chomping on a cigar. Wow. If he wasn't the NPC, uh, which I don't think he is, what would he say, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on up here? Is Nathan playing four characters right Only now? Three. <laughs> Only three. You well, no, I guess you're right. Saruta. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, I figured I would play Saruta. Yeah. And Saruta kind of stands at attention. The small dwarf kind of clumps over. Sally? Hello, Doc. Been a long time, Chauncey. His eyes just kind of narrow. He's going by Shelton now. Mm. 
And that's something that you would know, honestly. Like, he's not going by Shelton. You found out uh, during your travels, especially after the traumatic uh, incident that he barely recovered from. And in some ways didn't. Uh, you found out that his name wasn't actually Chauncey. Like, he was a priest of Raelus. But before that, he was actually a cleric following a different uh, path. And... Through the trials and tribulations of his time with the Furious Funks, you learned that his name actually wasn't Chauncey. His last name is Shelton, but his first name is actually Blake. I was just oh, about to say Because <laughs> he was in God's country, right? He was in God's country. He who walks with the gods. Oh my god. Why did we have to come over here? Well, that's what they're trying to tell us now. They said their friends fell down there. And so I, if I look down, can I see what they're talking about then? Nope. All clear except no. for Dormanir. <laughs> they fell there? Wait, you're not saying that your friends fell in a Dormanir, are you? Yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> they're fucked. Uh, so you... <laughs> this is what you called us here for? I said they were in trouble. Oh, don't worry, folks. As long as you've got the gold to pay, Sally, we'll go anywhere. Yeah, alright. What you, what you paying? <clears throat> Shelton Shelton kind of clears his throat and he says I I figured I knew this was coming I know at least I think if I remember right that Cigna's not rolling with you all lately right right and so you all in need of another healer you offering you gonna join back up there I'll work off their debt Shelly! And Tristana is going to go to hug him. And Never I'm mind. S- Good luck. <laughs> Hope you all rich. Hero tries to hold back Tristana. He, yeah, you're holding him back effectively. Sally May is laughing. Yeah, Tristana is really easy to hold back. She weighs like 35 pounds. <laughs> all right, all right. I got too many names I don't want. That's my condition on your end. What, Shelly? No, 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 Shelly. Okay, that's what I was saying. You don't want me to call you Sh- Shelly. Oh, all Just right. kind of nods. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Chauncey? That guy called you Chauncey. Is that a good name? Or... That one? Win. Is that it's off just the list too? Biting his lip. It's just important no. to lay these I, rules I, out. I, Chauncey I was down. the one who walked with the gods. I lean down. I go. I think Shelton. What you should stick with. I guess, but I want you to know, I don't call anyone by their full name most of the time, except for the people that I do, like Hiero and Greg, because his name's too short. Vernon nods (laughs) gravely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shelton. You're awesome. You're cool. It's just just so (laughs) uncomfortable. No, Jesus. He's squirming in his jumpsuit. Well, this must be pretty important if you're willing to do all this work for it. And while he's holding his ring, he, um, he nods and he says, it's the right thing to do. Alright. So, your friends are down there. What can you tell me about, uh, I mean, what, what do you know? Uh, that they're down there. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's all I know. 
I was downstairs and I was fighting some doors and then I came upstairs and they had jumped or dropped or fell off of the ship. Do y'all got any, do you know if they have any uh, enemies with Dormineer or, I mean. Isn't everyone Dormineer's enemy? Well, Uh, some more than others. I don't, uh, I don't think any, maybe here, uh, we're not really from here, most <laughs> of us. What do you mean you're not from here? We're not from here. Where are you from? Somewhere else. I'm pretty sure they're from off world. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, what he said. They're from off world. Yeah, they, sometimes they're going to spend a lot of time trying not to answer stuff. Just, I'll, I'll translate. I mean. <laughs> they seem to be really scared that if someone finds out they're from off world, that there's something you could do about it. Uh, yeah, a little word like we just want to blend in. You ain't gonna blend in. You're going to Dormineer. Sally May is yep. a mercenary. <laughs> We're already paying her. She don't really care about anything unless she needs to know about it. Exactly. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we're we're from somewhere else, a different world. It's Man Broth. I think I heard them say. Yep, Man Broth. Man, br- man yep. Broth. All of us probably. Right. Well, I just need to know what to expect of uh, what kind of. Welcoming they might be expecting down there. So, uh... You look like a strong lady. I think you'll handle yourself fine. (laughs) Whispers to... Whispers to Vernon. How's my flirting? (laughs) (laughs) He said, you're doing great. (laughs) Big thumbs up. I mean, uh, I can handle myself. Yeah, thank you. Alright, well... Have we ever been... Into Dormineer before I take it? Probably not. Nope, nope. Oh, shit. All wait right. a second. I just remembered. Okay, wait. So, one of our friends, actually, both of our friends who felt they're the only ones from here, except for one's not, but he's been here for a while. Okay. They might have enemies there. I don't know, though. Who are I they, don't... if you don't mind me asking? Greg and Harold. You may know Harold. He has. A weapon like yours. Yeah! That, you can run Gunslinger lore. Hey, I'm good nice. at that. Oh, shit! That's a natural 20 for a total of 35. <laughs> Sally May knows everything. I know all the Gunslingers. <laughs> Don't get used to good rolls. That's not what the Funks are known for. <laughs> <laughs> the Funks did, like, were extreme. Really good or really bad. <laughs> Harold, he is a student of Crosby Cobblestone. He is a spirit talker, which means he's a goblin out of the Echo Forest. He, like so many other goblins uh, inside the forest, commune with uh, spiritual sort of entities, or they're just regular animals. It depends on who you ask. He wandered out or survived the Echo Forest. You're not sure if it was before or after this uh, terrible incident that seemed to have claimed the entire society of... uh, goblin villages and bugbear um, fortresses but you do know that not only is he a gunslinger but he has a reputation for cobbling things together so you would know that he is also something of an alchemist no one has ever said uh, an unkind word about him he has a certain amount of proficiency with his weaponry and the fact that he's a student of Crosby means that he should probably be able to take care of himself in the fact that he is uh, inventive, He'll, you know, spontaneous. So, yeah, you've heard of him. Harold. 
Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, Greg, he's one of the dream... Wait, Vernon, is it secret that people are dreamwalkers or can we tell him? I don't want to out him if he's not out. Uh, when we were under the mountain, it didn't seem like a secret. Okay, uh, and Greg is a dreamwalker. Do I know what the fuck that is? Let's find out. Society. Uh, that's a 17 for society. A 17? That's good enough. You know, um, there's some sort of a guild called the Dreamwalkers, and they they used to be a big deal. You don't really hear too much about them anymore. You'd heard that maybe the they'd started losing members. So, a Dreamwalker and a Gunslinger? Yeah. Sounds like the start of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dreamwalker well. and a Gunslinger drop in a dormant ear. <clears throat> the Gunslinger's part's bad enough. Yeah, we can't exactly let him go in there without any help. Dormania will snap him right up. They'd love to get their hands on that tech. Well, Doc, Abs, think we can uh, get down there, all right? You'd have to talk to the captain. As much as I'd love to join you, I cannot leave Gimmel in charge of my ship. <laughs> right, and you see, like, just a huge amount, like, just like a long drag off the pipe. And then you watch as smoke just kind of pours from the different uh, kind of cracks or bends, gaps in the body of the forged. And then he just shakes his head now. Doc is also shaking his head. (laughs) Repulsive. (laughs) Anyway. um... (laughs) My men need me. Shelton, I'm sorry for your loss. Doc toddles off. Do I know how... So we've ne- we've never gone into Dormineer, so we don't know like how ships get in and out of there or what they need normally or That is the problem is that they do have a dock. It should be the same as anyone else. So anyone have airship lore or something No, but I have legal lore. Legal lore is, is perfectly good. Tw- uh, no sorry, not 20. Uh 19. 19. That's good enough. They re- they basically thoroughly check Every ship. Part of the reason you probably haven't gone is that you're on a different kind of business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not really keen on them checking every single kind of ship. They also have a right to refuse. Like So the uh, entirety of the civilized uh, kingdoms of COG, they use um, the Proctor Travel Company. For all the airship check-ins and check-outs, Dormineer is the only one where they seem to have as much or more rights in that regard. They also are very, very comfortable with the Brotherhood, and so it's not uncommon for the Brotherhood to be at these checkpoints, too. And I imagine I haven't heard of any dor- dun- or any gunslingers going in and getting out. Gunslingers <laughs> never, ever go. Dormineer has a bounty out on any gunslinger that shows up in their city. The guy with the mullet raises his hand. Abs? Saruta does too. (laughs) Shouldn't we just sneak in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sneaking. I like that. Well, we're going to have to sneak in. We can't land the ship in there. Moment we do. Roof to roof. That's an excellent idea. Saruta kind of balances for a second. And then hops really short. <laughs> and then looks up at abs. Thumbs up. Nods. 
two really chubby thumbs up. All right. Somehow we're going to have to land outside or they're going to have to drop us outside the, the city and then we're going to have to sneak our way in. We ain't going to be able to land in there at the dock. All right. Gimmel, we're going to need you to drop us somewhere outside. I'm just kind of, nope, and then just hard right. <laughs> Starboard out of the fuck. Right? Okay. Just kind of slides me. across the deck. Yeah, like everyone kind of slides. Yero's chasing after her to try to make sure she doesn't fall off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I would be prepared to and kind of try to help anybody that yep. needed it. And so, yeah, you get low enough that, again, as you all probably know already, you can't land a ship. In mm-hmm. the same way that you couldn't just drive a ship onto land from the ocean, <laughs> you also cannot land a ship. So luckily, of all the different ships out there, um, the Sky Jewel is uniquely adept at this kind of thing. Because uh, the Sky Jewel has essentially been a raider ship in a lot of ways. It has these uh, ropes and harnesses that can drop down at a moment's notice. And so you're all able to either go over the side or head down below deck, which probably isn't allowed, but that's up to this group of individuals. You are low enough to go over the side of the, uh, you know, over port or starboard. How far How far up are we? 20 feet? 30 feet? Yeah, about feet? like 40 feet, yeah. Not the first time we've fallen 40 feet. Before you all make your decisions, uh, Shelton nods and he says, I wish you all luck, I- I really, truly do. And uh, he pats uh, Hieto on the shoulder. Just go find your friends. Shelton and Tristana holds out her hand. Holds out his hand. It's been a pleasure, and, he, and she shakes it. Absolutely. Hieto yeah, looks at Shelton. Thank you. We uh, won't take uh, your hospitality and your, uh, your help for gratitude. Strokes his face as he's walking away. No. Wait, aren't we coming back on the ship? Yeah. Yeah, right. Unless That's we die. Plan. <laughs> we might die. Mm, I don't know when he looks over to the funks. We ain't gonna die. Well, we don't all have to die, but one Just of keep- us might. Oh, I guess, yeah, keep your hopes up, I guess. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why I'm so dark today. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure they keep the ship running, I have a feeling we're going to be coming out uh, real quick. Guns All right, in. so, yep, Shelton starts to walk away. You staying on here, then? He turns around. I'm just making sure your plan is to stay on here. I mean, you seem real invested, but that's up to you. Well, you know what? He kind of laughs a little bit. Just holds his jumpsuit up. I'll give you all away if I go in there like some kind of parliament freak. So, <laughs> well, I'll grab a mop. I'm good at that nowadays. <laughs> you know, I may have uh, kept some of your effects. Hang on, I'll be right back. And then I'll head below deck. Keeps his arms folded uncomfortably. But in time, you're able to do whatever you're going to do and come back up on the deck. And she just holds out a set of folded up robes. Those don't look like janitor's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he nope. takes a long, deep look. And he looks up at you. And maybe not everybody can hear because his voice is a little lower. And he says, why would you have kept these? I had a feeling you'd come back someday. I figured you'd want them back. 
his eyes narrow, but not because he's he's angry or scowling. He's doing something else with them. Might have gone off your path for a bit, but I had a feeling you'd come back to your right way. And he takes him from you. And then he walks below deck. Alright. We got some beds down below. Need food. We got some, uh, we got some food if you need it. Are we staying on the ship? Well, I mean... You totally could. Like, you wouldn't burn resources that I would punish you for, essentially. <laughs> or, I mean, you could jump off ship and you could camp in the middle of the fields. I mean, if you'd rather uh, go down below the ship there, that's uh, entirely up to you. Ab snaps his fingers for Saruta to climb up, and he jumps over the side. And you've impressed how well Saruta is able to just, like, grab above the knee... And with like an incredible amount of toddler strength, just cool, cool, cool. And then he holds on to Abs's neck. You might also be surprised to watch as there is no, um, it's not like a car seat on his back. He doesn't like strap in. Some, some people might find that worrisome, but they seem like they have either got this on lock or done this many a time. <laughs> We've come a long way from tossing babies into potted plants. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Right. I remember that. That was great. <laughs> okay, well, I think he just made the decision for us. Guess we're... Oh, man, we almost had beds. That's all right. I guess... Vernon looks around, he's like, just because he left doesn't mean we have to. Uh, you know, I ain't roughed it in a while. Fuck it. I'll go get it. Sleeping bag. We'll hit blow. And I'll go back to my room, grab my grab any camping gear stuff and come back. Does Chauncey come back or is he So he comes back out, he has these robes, a light gray uh hood, long robes, deep pockets, and he has this uh darker gray uh button up shirt underneath. Um just kinda light kind of khaki-like um, colored pants. Can't do much for his hair that's not there anymore. The, <laughs> <laughs> the frazzled beard, but he comes out and he looks a little bit more like the man that you uh, said goodbye to so long ago. There he is. Well, come on. Looks like we're going down sleeping in the woods tonight. What fuck? Why? Abs, man. He already jumped down, so can't leave a man overboard. Vernon looks at Tristana and snaps his fingers and points to his back. Yep, Tristana jumps on. <laughs> Just Wait, like a baby. She, hang on, she's like, oh, I guess we're, okay. And then she jumps on. <laughs> Both of your characters <laughs> have backpacks. Do it too. As Hero uh, is about to go, he goes to, oh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, Stancy? Shit. Chauncey? Chauncey. Shelton? Shelton, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was you like, You are way off. <laughs> so off. Oh, God. Uh, puts his hand on his uh, shoulder and tells him, One last adventure, huh? And he says that in like either the most encouraging or possibly foreboding way. <laughs> I'm going to work off debt by traveling with them. So I don't know if you assume I'm going to die or you miss that part. Tristano whispers to Vernon, Is Hera going to kill that guy? <laughs> it's really hard to tell. One isn't last it? adventure, right? I twitch. <laughs> One last adventure. <laughs> then you're mine. All right, so you make your way down below. Uh, 
Gimmel gives this awkward goodbye sign. Is like maybe it's kind of like a, a two finger salute, but then like he kind of brings the finger. It's weird. It's um, like Sally May always does the little two finger salute, so she's just like, yeah. Right. So he's like, all right, just you know, let me know when. <laughs> like he just he's doing all kinds of things with these two fingers. It's, it's inappropriate <laughs> and awkward, and it would probably yep. be edited out usually. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are all down below, and I assume Abs has scouted out a suitable place to camp. Mm-hmm. So as you approach the area, Abs seems very happy with it. What what is what do they see when they get close to you? Um, it's right out in the middle of everything. It looks like mm-hmm. him and Saruta ran in circles to smash down the grass, mm-hmm. and now they're just sitting there waiting. Well, <laughs> Saruta is um, crisscross applesauce. So is Abs. Yeah, Abs probably has his uh, legs crossed, folded, but for some reason it's cuter when Saruta does it. <laughs> He's also, Saruta, you find Saruta trying to, like, move around and find the right kind of pose for when you get close. Like, he really wants to impress you all, maybe. He's, like, his hands are kind of out, then he puts the, pal- the backs of his palms on his knees, and then he looks to Abs and whatever Abs is doing, that's what he's doing now. How many yards away do you anticipate that you're away uh, from the city? He's like directly below where he landed. Yep. Like he he didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Don't judge me. Far enough away that hopefully they wouldn't see from Yeah, yeah. There's a traveler's road nearby, so I mean, it's not uncommon for someone to have to leave the road and camp, you know. All right. Well, let's camp up. I'll start setting stuff up. Tristana pulls out her cookware. <laughs> Tristana decides to play Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> anyway, so yep, you get camping all set up, and that night, like you're, you're all around the campfire. Shelton's kind of off to the side, like you know, he'll he'll jump in and eat when he needs to, but otherwise, he's kind of keeping his distance. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, Abs and Saruta would be doing like the nightly training before sleep. Katas. And- well, he, it's it's basic because you know he's he's teaching Saruta. It's not so much for himself, so it's just you know getting the form right, proving balance and whatnot. Saruta loves to show you that he can balance, like on one foot, but he's always keeping a toe on the ground. Like he's not really balancing. Or sometimes he'll be like he'll wave his hands and he'll hold on to your wrist, and then he'll balance for as long as you let him hold on to your wrist. <laughs> Whatever it takes. He's very proud. <laughs> Confidence is key. Ha! <laughs> key. Ah! <laughs> ah! That's, the, that's, your, that's your dojo slogan. <laughs> Confidence <laughs> is key. Sally May's probably cleaning her gun, making sure it's all good to go for the next day. What about Vernon? Does he want to train with abs, maybe? No, he's just watching an amusement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait to split the party so I don't have to talk to myself. <laughs> um, Tristana probably gets like a really bad headache and sensitivity to light after like eating. <laughs> she she's probably not feeling well. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and Hiero. Um, he, after observing them doing their katas, he, um, goes to the nearest tree and he's just, um, meditating by himself. 
but before too long, it is time to eat. And with that, you all gather together. Even Shelton comes on over um, to kind of join in and eat. What? Uh, who would have cooked and what would they have made? Um, Trishona does have cookware, but no ingredients, so... Abs is good at forge, uh, foraging for food. He can provide food for up to eight people. Okay. And Sally Mae probably would have... Uh, she probably would have brought her, like, a bow down with her and then actually maybe even, like, hunted a bit just to... Yeah. yeah. Oh, Going so, back old school. Yeah, yeah. So between the I two stew. of you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're able to provide food. Um, do you want to roll cooking craft? or what, Do you have that, Tristana? Yeah. Oh, I have artisan's tools, and I think that was supposed to be for whatever my crafting is. Okay. So I have a fancy cooking knife. That I'm going all in. Cooking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll. I'm not going to roll unless you're going to make me. Yeah, I'm just see, like, I mean, you're. it's not going to be bad. Well, let's find out, I guess. No, I don't, yeah. I'm not trying <laughs> Pedro, to. Have you met me in my let's rolls? See how, let's see how terrible you cook for yeah, uh, so this it's is gonna one. be edible. That's what's important. And this is a one. I'm expecting. Do we need to just stick oh. with the? Uh... I rolled a 19, and I have plus 10, so that's a Ooh, 29 that's good, dinner. That's some good food. Yeah, so it's exceptional food. Like as you all get ready, you watch as uh, Tristana, who's been you know pretty aloof and or goofy or and or crazy for most of you. Um, suddenly pulls out this about. fine culinary uh, uh, tool set <laughs> and takes the food that you've uh, several of you have gathered and puts together a rather delicious and impressive feast. Wow, Tristana. Pretty, uh, pretty good cook there. Vernon says, you never cease to amaze me. Might have to keep you on. I've got, uh, talents. <laughs> <laughs> Other than my other talents. I don't feel <laughs> very well, guys. How'd you like to come on and be our ship uh, chef? <laughs> Pretty good. I would love it. Wait, I would love it, but also I gotta I gotta do a thing first. Alright, fair enough. Yeah. So most people seem to, you know, I don't know, a lot of us are in it for the coin, but y'all seem to be on some other shit. Yeah. yeah, the world's like, uh, I don't know, probably going to end or something. We got to stop it. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What? World's uh, going to end. Yeah, you know. What now? Uh, Bernie, you take it away. What, some big beef or... Uh, when he hears his name, he, it kind of looks like you uh, pulled him back from far away. Um, A place called The Dreaming is in great danger. The dreaming. Okay. Yeah, it's where you go and you dream. It's important. Right. With the way things are now, if we don't make something happen soon, the dreaming will be totally controlled by nightmares. And in the visions that we saw, the world will end as we know it. Is this what the them dreamwalkers do? Is that what this is about? Oh well, yeah, a little a little bit, we think. We're we're new recruits, kind of, I think. I think Hopscotch uh inducted us. Can he could he do that? Hopscotch? Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> You've heard of Hopscotch? <laughs> 
Of course, he's a folk hero. <laughs> oh my god. We think he died. We're not sure. Oh no. That's terrible. Yeah, it's really sad. Tragedy. Pour one out for hopscotch. This is just water, though. I had to switch. I feel terrible. <laughs> so you're trying to save the world? W- multiple worlds. Like, all of them that we can. Right. Y'all are from... I, what was that? Manbroth? What? Manbroth. Manbroth. I hate... That's the worst name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Manbroth. For Unfor- sure. Unfortunate name. We're all from a different places, I believe. Right. I'm from a city called Janzibar. So there's a whole bunch of them? Whole bunch uh, of... Worlds. Worlds? Man. Oh. Man. Oh. <laughs> Well, I imagine there's probably a bunch of men. Multiple right? men broth. Are you all from different worlds called broths? No. Uh, why, are you, why are you so caught up on soup? No, no. It's man <laughs> broth. And you're, but then you said man. I am from so a place I figured called there's men maybe broth. like a collection of worlds <laughs> in the broth or something. I don't understand. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, your friends are part of this, too? Greg yeah. and Harold, yeah, they're helping us. Yep. What What exactly? Now, you said the nightmares? Or what? So, what What exactly does that mean? I don't... They're monsters we're hunting. Yep, they, like, uh, infect your dreams. It is the living embodiment of a nightmare. Yep. Super bad. Super... Sucks the joy out of your life. Recently, we've even found them in the waking world. So we could run into them here. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. For sure. And sometimes they look, they take on people's bodies, like skinwalkers. What, like a doppelganger? Uh, I would never call a doppelganger a skinwalker. That's racist. Well, I'm not, but I mean, they look like people, other people. Uh, yeah, I guess kind of like a doppelganger, but then, like, uh, if you argue with them long enough, then they'll, like, come out and look like themselves. All right. Good to know. So they can look like anything. Great. Well, how much time do we have? Not too long. If he's gunslinger. We no, gotta no, get no. In there I'm sorry. I'm going back to this whole oh, Dreamwalker uh, business. Like, you're telling us some pretty big stuff. Yeah, How much yeah. time do we have? Okay, so the thing is, the time you're in the dreaming is different from the time here. So, like, maybe we have 10 seconds and maybe we have 10 years. Like, we That's don't a know. Big difference. Yeah, one time we were in the dreaming and we were gone for, like, I don't know, a few hours and it was six months. And another time, uh, Vernie was in the dreaming, and it seemed like it was about the same amount of time. I'm, you know, it's not my business, per se, but uh, I'm going to ask y'all something. How long are you willing to spend looking for your friends? How much are you willing to put down on this? Because I have an idea. So, Greg is the one who had the connections and knows about the other Dreamwalkers. 
And we really just need all the dreamwalkers that we can get, or all, not even the dreamwalkers, all the lucid dreamers we can get. Because, like, I think we're going to have to go to war. To war. So you don't have any way of getting a hold of the rest of the dreamwalkers? Well, not yet. Like, I have to meet them first. We have to travel to another city, but its name escapes me now. We're going to a new world. It's Obrimos. But after I'm we not going to pretend I can keep everything up, but yeah. And as he begins to speak, uh, when you first met um, the man that you once knew as Father Chauncey, um, I'm speaking to to Sally May mm-hmm. at this moment. He was a uh, an opportunist. He was something of a prosperity preacher, um, mm-hmm. if you will. But by the end of your journey, he was someone who deeply cared for others he was someone who always tried to do what's right and ask and but he still had that that talk that kind of charisma mm-hmm. but he had a deep level of empathy towards the end of your journey together and you're starting to see a little bit of that come back as he as he begins to talk to the group and he says well now let me let me propose something let me see i'm gonna lay something down let me see if you can pick it up this is what i suggest the stuff that you're talking about is wild. The the things that are out there, the the, the tables that you know you got to tend to, are tremendous. And I might be bold. I might be speaking out of turn. I might be doing a disservice to the funks. But let me ask you this, because as much as money's involved, as much as uh. <laughs> As much as Salome has a heart of gold for the wrong reasons in some ways. <laughs> gold plated, you worked a lot, you you hold it, you, know, you got a heart of gold, you, you, mm-hmm. you're greedy sometimes. Well Deep below that, that she has a heart of gold. Deep below that, Salome and the Funks, they care. That's why they get the business. What they what they do during that business, well, you don't want to know about that, because they're all business, okay? <laughs> But let me propose something to all of us. Y'all got to keep going. Y'all can't just sit around here and wait and hope. Dormanir is a fortress. Dormanir is one of the most terrifying places on Cog. It's a city filled with like espionage and the Imperium and doppelgangers and... There's no real guarantee any of us are coming out. Now, on any given day, myself, y'all, the funks, this is an adventure to be had. All the stuff you're telling me, there's too much stuff going on. Let me propose something on behalf of uh, my new yet old compatriots. Why don't y'all keep going? And let the funks do what they do best. Breaking, entering, and exiting. Keep going. Make your way down your journey. If you can talk to Dreamweavers or whatever the hell you call yourselves, and you can connect with them once you've met them, you don't met Greg, right? I met Greg. Yeah. So keep going. Let us bust them out and we'll send them on their way. But you gotta think. If y'all go in there and you die, you get to keep your integrity, but you're going to take it right to sanctuary with you. 
let us go in there. Let us bust them out. And we'll send them whichever damn way you want to go. Y'all can't go in there. It seems suicidal. If y'all die, who's out there picking up the next piece? It seems suicidal to go on your own. <laughs> he just kind of smiles over to the funks. Won't be the first time. Uh, Tristana looks at Vernon and then at Hiero, and she's like, he's kind of right, because, like, Brother Steel's the only other one who's working on this right now. And he can't send a group message, just like a group a, a group text. <laughs> he can't start a Discord server of Dreamwalkers. <laughs> so... If we went ahead with this, how long do we wait? If you go ahead and continue on, or if you go yeah, in so with if you we all go forward the to way Holland. out, right? Well, uh, hmm. we kind of needed Greg for that. We're obviously not from here. Don't know what anything's called, or who anyone is. He leans forward and he says, Y'all can't underestimate yourself. If everything's on the line right now... What happens if if your friend? What happens if you get your friend Greg, and then something else happens to him? He seems just makes a face. Look, he's prone to danger. If something did happen, you'd have to keep going anyway. Do it now. Okay, I'll do you one better. When he kind of breathes, Salome. Yep. I will be your healer. All right. Y'all know you don't need me to heal right now. Right. I'll go with them. I'll get them to wherever they gotta get. I know, Cog, they don't. If what they're saying is true, and I'm just feeling this out, I've been known to follow my heart, and usually my heart is a pretty good leader. Let me take you to where you gotta go. The more of us there is, the more noise we're making in there. Maybe the best approach isn't to storm the castle. All I know is I'm hearing all this stuff that you're talking about. And it just sounds like a bigger situation than I'd anticipated. I didn't know all this. When I saw you come up, I thought you were just another group of money-grubbing adventurers. Oh no, we haven't made any money. Wait, we made money that one time. <laughs> but mostly we haven't made any money. Well, you yeah, make I'd... a compelling argument. I, but I have to ask everyone else. I, I mean, Hirio, Tristano, what do you think? What's the guarantee of our comrade's safety? At least what I, I want you to do is I want you to do that math with every scenario, and then you give me the numbers. I'll run them back for you and show you that I can come up with the same numbers with a different scenario. Abs in. We'll get him out or die trying. At the very least, I am obligated to bring back your friend Harold. I can't let Dormanir get a hold of him and his guns. Oh shit, that's a whole other thing. Like, there's <laughs> this like darkness almost that pours all over him. Hey, can let me let me tell you something real quick. I was gonna have a whole bunch of really big words. It's something else right now. What you don't know 
about her, she can't let this go any further. There's a whole thing about their firearms, their weaponry, this big code they all live by. Shit, I was a holy man and my rules weren't nearly as problematic as theirs. <laughs> Your friend's gonna yeah. be fine. Abs looks really serious and nods, but it's pretty clear he has no clue what you're talking about. Saruta <laughs> looks and then nods as well. So we can send him a message to meet us in Harlem? Well, we're going to have to get to Cosmic first, but yeah. Is that where we're going? So uh, you would remember most likely that like what you I- were some... Mm-hmm, I'm trying real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Your original plan, you would probably remember, was that you were going to go to Cosmic and try your luck with someone named the Nomad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're going to check in there, see if you can make uh, make something happen, and then head to Hollum, because you still had to, you have to go to Cosmic to get to Hollum, so you were going to have two two hustles, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is what you would probably remember. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think. I think that he just kind of looks down. He says, I I could have been doing a lot for a lot of people. And I haven't been. Ever since you all opened me up to a little bit of helping, a little bit of giving back without getting. I don't know. Maybe I got some stuff to make up for. So if anybody can do it, it's you. You'll get it. I've been known to be known for some things. And he kind of smiles and looks down. True enough. So if you want me, you got me. He kind of said his piece. He looks to the group. I think you're right. But we still need to... We definitely still need to take a nap. I'm (laughs) not feeling great right now. Yeah, you look a little tired. (sighs) He stands up and cracks his back with an arch. Chauncey heads off quietly to bed. Yay, have spells back. Thanks everyone for listening to the latest episode of World Walkers. This episode and every other is made possible by the members of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Thanks to the musicians who made their music available, and thanks as always to Sirenscape for allowing access to their music and sound effects to subscribers. You can find links to everyone in the show notes. Shannon, you remind me of kids holding candles in church. <laughs> uh, one time I was a kid holding a candle in church and I burnt my hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it was just like um, it was just like a curl and it was just like that much. And it wasn't <laughs> even gone. Just there was fire on it. And I went like that really fast. Oh, it's still scary. Yeah. By no, kid, I mean I was like... I don't know, 15, 14, no. 15. Like, I was a teenager. Old enough to know. Yeah, I knew better. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. There's uh, adults shit. who still catch their head on fire. Just watch YouTube. Yeah. It's true. Well, like, I um, I was holding the can- candle and, like, a little kid came and talked to me. So, like, I did that motion mm-hmm. and my hair fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how I died. Dear <laughs> God wasn't Chauncey. His last name is Shelton, but his first name is actually Blake. I was just oh, about to say Because <laughs> he was in God's country, right? He was in God's country. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he who walks with the gods. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, man. That was the biggest troll ever. Oh, that was a huge thing. troll. I'm so glad. I didn't fucking even know you had a bridge the in your long con. The fucking long con. It has been God so damn long. God damn it. It's like every time I say his name, I'm like, Shelton. Because I don't want to fuck up. <laughs> Good old Blakey Blake. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you did that to Nathan. <laughs> I thought Chauncey was staying here. You coming with us now? Cool. Is is that a confusion by both Tristana and Shannon? Yeah. I... Oh yeah, there was a moment where like she had said he had she had his clothes still. And... Yeah, I was there for that, but I thought it was just like, oh, make go get dressed, home. you piece of shit. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clean yourself up, damn it. Yeah, I I didn't realize that was a come with us, get dressed. Oh no no, these I thought were his... it was just like, oh hey, touching moment. These were his um, original clothes and like, yeah, I thought clothes. it was just I got you. you can you can get back to yourself and hang out at on the ship versus. <laughs> I'm dumb, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's gonna come dummy. with you and like oh, I really splits the XP. You're you're not dumb, you just weren't prepared for this lack of empathy, that's all.